this is that man doom but i really go by abdullah skandari and you ever been in that moment of time when it was all on the line that moment is now crunch time the inbounds pass comes into jordan here's michael in the foul line a shot on the What's going on everybody? I'm back. It's your boy Dat Man Dooley, aka Abdullah Skandari. Welcome you back to another Crunch Time Podcast, okay? So, now let's discuss a few things. I know what you're here for. You're here for JJ Watt, okay? We're gonna talk about JJ Watt in a second, okay? Because I got a lot to say about that situation. Okay, but before we get into that, I'm going to talk about the Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. Let me get that out the way. What did I tell y'all about those Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady at the helm, holding it down, making things happen? It was beautiful. Okay, everything I spoke of is what occurred. Okay, for God's sakes, the fact the Chiefs had no O linemen or a few starting O linemen not playing, you wonder why Mahomes was on the run all game. Duh, the man was in trouble left and right. Okay, so it's like he, he had no time. First time in his career he didn't score a touchdown. This man scored a touchdown in high school, college, NFL. He has not scored a touchdown probably since Pop Warner. This man has not not scored a touchdown in football for about 10 years. You know? So it's like to not score a touchdown on the biggest stage was quite surprising, especially with the firepower they have. But, like I said, the man was on the run all night. What do you expect when you can't protect the man, you know? He's not Lamar Jackson. If you don't have a running quarterback, a, a th any quarterback that throws the football needs time. Point blank, period. Okay, there's no quarterback in history that doesn't need time to throw the football. Now, if you're a scrambling quarterback, you can buy yourself time. But Patrick Mahomes is no scrambling quarterback. Okay, he's got one of the best arms we've ever seen in NFL history. He's not slow. However, he's no scrambler. Okay, um, now. Honestly, when you look at his stats, he had 26 for 49 for 270 yards with two interceptions, okay? Pretty bad, okay? You're talking about almost a 50% completion rating, okay? Then you follow that over with two interceptions, two turnovers. That was a horrible day, horrible, okay? Tyreek Hill, seven receptions for 73 yards. Nothing like what he did last time against the Bucks. Last time in the season against Tampa Bay, this man had a ball. He had one of the best games of his career. Okay, now Travis Kelsey had a good game, 10 receptions for 133 yards, 13.3 average. You know, I mean, a few people got the ball, okay? It just wasn't what we expected out of the Chiefs, okay? You expected a few people to go over 100 yards, okay? But Mahomes just did not have the day that we thought he was going to have. And that's due to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and that relentless defense, them leading sacks in the playoffs. You got to understand, when you got three of your you're starting O-lineman out. Then you're up against the team that's leading the NFL playoffs in sacks. What do you guys think is going to happen in that situation? Just tell me right now, okay? It's a no-brainer, okay? I mean, I'm no math whiz, but I know that equation, okay? 
you know. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers came out and they did their thing, you know. Now, when we switch the sides and now we got to talk about Sir Thomas Brady, you know, 21 for 29, 201 yards, three touchdowns. So did he manage the game? Absolutely. Did he do a little bit more than managing the game? Absolutely. Without a doubt, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense won this game for them. Not Tom Brady. You know, so I just want to get that out the way right now. Tom Brady had a hell of a game, and they wouldn't have been there without Tom Brady, okay? He deserved it, okay? You know, however, that defense was more key to this playoff run than Tom himself, okay? Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, they all had good games rushing. Nobody went over 100 yards receiving on the Bucks side. Gronkowski had 67 yards, six receptions. You know, Mike Evans only had one catch for 31 yards. Can you believe that? Antonio Brown had five receptions for 22 yards. Godwin, two receptions for nine yards. Can you believe that? These are the Tampa Bay's Buccaneers' main receivers right here. These are their weapons these are the reason they made it so far okay so the Chiefs did a pretty good job at neutralizing those guys but it just wasn't enough the running game it's like you got to understand the Tampa Bay Buccaneers ran for over 150 yards okay when you run for 150 yards ladies and gentlemen you got to understand that's a good amount of rushing per game okay so they are they were allowed to control the clock they were allowed to move the chains okay something Mahomes did not have on the other side Mahomes did not control the clock okay Mahomes was not moving the chains okay so Big ups to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense as well, okay? Now, on to J.J. Watt, okay? We're talking about a man who's been to so many Pro Bowls, I can't even count. We're talking about, outside of Aaron Donald, the only other defensive lineman of this decade that was just as dominating as Aaron Donald. Do you remember when J.J. Watt was dominating in the early 2010s? Around 2011, 2012, 2013, 14, J.J. Watt was the man. Aaron Donald, who? Donald just came to the scene, okay, a couple years back. Watt's been doing this for about 10 years strong. Let's get this straight right now. And I spoke of this earlier, too, I believe, in one of my other podcasts. Don't let J.J. Watt go to the Rams and team up with Donald. The Rams are going to the Super Bowl. If J.J. Watt goes to the Los Angeles Rams... They're going to the Super Bowl, okay, because he's that good of a player and that defensive line is going to find themselves in a position they, they want to be in. They're going to find themselves in one-on-one coverages left and right because Donald and Watt are taking up all the double teams and still splitting the double teams. It doesn't matter. Okay, it just doesn't matter. Okay, now when you talk about JJ Sack, JJ Watt, look at me. I almost called the man JJ Sack. You know, it's like he's one hell of a player. Okay, like honestly, I I I don't I don't know, like honestly, how many defensive linemen are even on this man's level. You know, honestly, it's just crazy. Okay, you gotta what. A nine-year career so far. Matter of fact, this is his 10th season coming up, I believe, in the fall, okay? This man has already recorded over 100 sacks, okay? You got two interceptions on the line, you know? Like, this man is a problem. He's a problem. 101 sacks, put it this way, he's going to be playing for another five to ten years. J.J. Watt is going to finish his career with at least 160 sacks. 
Yeah, I said it. At least 160, you know, something of that caliber, you know. But don't get me wrong. He hasn't been as hot these last few years, but that's because he's battling injury. So if he can uh, uh, succumb over, I mean, overcome to his injuries, I'm here to tell you this man will have over 150 sacks on his career, hands down. And I'm also here to tell you the team that gets this man is going to be a contender if he goes to a contender. Now, I'm not saying he can go to just any team and they'll win, okay? But if he goes to a contender, they're going to have a big, a no, teams that they face are going to have a big problem, okay? Now, when you talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I like J.J. Watt in Tampa Bay. If he goes to Tampa Bay and joins that defense, my goodness, Tampa Bay will be back in the Super Bowl. But to be honest, J.J. Watt needs to go to the Chiefs or something of that nature. The Chiefs better pay the bag to J.J. Watt. They don't have anybody on that defensive line as far as I'm concerned, okay? That defensive line was abysmal, okay? And when I say abysmal, I mean abysmal of epic proportions. They, did, they were not a factor. How many times in the Super Bowl did they put pressure on Tom? Come on now. You got to put pressure on the man, okay? That has nothing to do with Mahomes, you know? So, Watts on the loose. I'm proud of him for asking the Texans franchise for a release. He needed that. You know, the Texans right now are in the slums, ladies and gentlemen. They don't know what it is. They fired O'Brien, and they're still in the slums. Their star defensive lineman said he wanted out. Their star quarterback said he wanted out. A few years ago, they traded their star receiver. What more do you want? From the Houston Texans, so Texans, okay? Like the Texans really need help, okay? Their management sucks. They've never truthfully been a playoff team. They've been to the playoffs in their existence, but they haven't been to the playoffs on a regular basis. Okay? So this last decade has been their best decade in football. Okay? They made it to the playoffs a few times these last 10 years. Okay. Now Deshaun Watson, unfortunately, is going to have to play for them for a little bit. They're not going to trade him, not for next to nothing, okay? Now, is he ready to hold out? Yes. Does he have the money to hold out? Yes. Does he want to lose that money? Probably not, okay? So, I bet Deshaun Watson is going to go to work. The team hears him out, though, and they're going to look for trade packages to get the man out of the system okay but anyways this is your boy that man Dooley had to whisper to you real quick about the Super Bowl had to tell you how I felt about JJ Watt possibly heading to your team who knows where the man's heading okay but I had to let y'all know what's up with my feelings on that situation I appreciate you for tuning into this crunch time podcast once again holla at your boy I'm gone that man <laughs>